You're listening to Elk Point Baptist Church. Subscribe to our podcast to hear every sermon and like us on Facebook by searching Elk Point Baptist Church, located in Elk Point, South Dakota. Amen. It's good to be back in the Lord's house. Amen. Uh, I'm glad that the Bible says we can cast all of our care upon him. Why? Because he cares for us. Amen. We're going to start off with that, casting all your care upon him. we could cast off our care upon him sometimes we do get to the bottom of the barrel amen and we're going to sing that song at the bottom of the barrel but god always meets our needs even at the bottom of the barrel
as you can probably tell, we're singing songs about how he's faithful to us. Amen. We can cast all of our care upon him. He's faithful even when we're at the bottom of our barrel. Amen. Whether it be physical, mental, spiritually, emotionally, whatever your need is, God will be there for you because he's a faithful God. And this song says it this way, my Redeemer is faithful and true. Thank you. 
we're going to try a new one on y'all. I, I had to find out the name of it. <laughs> I'm bad to give the wrong kind of name to the new songs. And, but this one's, he's the one, right? Okay. We're going to try it on y'all. Is that okay? Amen. Uh, well, if I had to say this and you and y'all wouldn't even know, would you? Well, you may have by the time we got started. I don't know. <laughs> but we're going to try it. He's the one.
been requested we do a, a, this song we hadn't done in quite a while. I have been blessed, and we're going to do it for this gentleman to come in tonight. Appreciate you all being here. And uh, it just seemed like the Lord just put these songs together, how good he is to us. Amen. Amen. And uh, we'll do it maybe a couple more and get into the message. But uh, this song says, I have been blessed. Nurtured and raised Brothers and sisters 
song that comes to my mind. It's been a long journey, but I have been blessed. Amen. It's been a long journey, but I have been blessed. Walking with Jesus, I have no regret. He is so good to me. I must confess the way it's been long, but I'm blessed. Each day that I live, he gives more than I need. I can never describe his goodness to me. You ask how I make it day after day, and there's only one thing I can say. It's been a long journey, but I have been blessed. Walking with Jesus, I have no regret. He is so good to me, I must confess. The way has been long, but I'm blessed. All that I need, I find at His feet. When I'm hungry, He feeds me with the manna so sweet. When my soul is weary, he gives peace and rest. And all I can say is I'm blessed. It's been a long journey, but I have been blessed. Walking with Jesus, I have no regret. He is so good to me, I must confess. The way has been long. In my share of sunshine and rain My day's filled with laughter But my night's filled with pain But with every mile as I travel this way My journey gets sweeter each day It's been a long journey But I have been blessed Walking with Jesus I have no regret. He is so good to me. I must confess the way it's been 
song says he's the one amen he's the one all the reason why we're here is because of him tonight amen. who could come from heaven and be born from a virgin's one king would die for Roman sin and be laid in the boat. One man can raise up from the dead and ascend to heaven's throne. No one else could do what he has done. No one else could take the burdens from me. No one else could melt his heart of stone. It took Jesus and the blood he shed on Calvary. No one else could do what he's done for me. Whose blood could take a wicked heart and make it white as snow? Whose love could take a ruined life and make it pure and old?
got your Bibles tonight, turn with me to Psalms chapter 23. Psalms chapter 23. We referred to Psalms 23 last night. And uh, I talked about how it was used a lot of times when I was growing up in the funerals. But my friends, and I'm getting the uh, mic on, guys, just in just a second. But my friend, that's, this psalm is not made for the dead. It's made for the living. Amen. And uh, you, you need to learn what you can, we need to learn what we can uh, gr- get, uh, grasp out of it, what we can use out of this psalm, because it's such a great song, psalm, and a song, I guess you could say, and uh, Psalms 23. And when you find your place, would you mind standing with us, and some of you may could quote the chapter, and... Uh, all right, if you'd like to quote it while I read it, because I don't want to mess it up. I think I can quote it, but sometimes I mess it up. I don't want to do that. The Bible says in Psalms 23, we'll read the whole chapter. The Bible says, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. Before you be you're seated, I want to say, I'm glad I can say he's my shepherd, aren't you? Uh, David said he's my shepherd, but I also can say he's my shepherd. And uh, did, I, did I get this turned off? Okay, good, good. The, the Lord is my shepherd, and if you're saved tonight, he's your shepherd. If you're not saved, he wants to be your shepherd. Amen. He can be your shepherd before you leave here tonight. But he's, you need a shepherd. I need a shepherd to go through this world with. Because you know why? And I've entitled the message tonight, we are like sheep. Because we, like sheep, have gone astray. We need a shepherd to lead us in the right way. Y'all pray with us and for us as we pray and preach uh, all we like sheep. Lord, I thank you so much for the opportunity to preach. God, I pray that you touch these lips of clay. May I say exactly what you'd have us to say. No more and no less, Lord. I thank you for this church. Lord, a good number on a Thursday night. Lord, I pray that I know a lot of them probably uh, worked real hard. Lord, they, they worked diligently just to get to this service tonight. And Lord, uh, some of them, it may have been easy for them to, but Lord, Whatever the case may be, Lord, I pray that this night would be a a night to be remembered for them in in encouragement and admonishment, Lord, and edifying from the Word of God. Something, Lord, that they can hold on to the rest of their lives. Lord, we ask it in your precious name, the name of Jesus. Amen. You may be seated. Thank you so much. I wrote down a few things why we need a shepherd. Somebody here tonight might think, well, why do we need a shepherd? Because we're like sheep. That's why we need a shepherd. And and sheep will die without a shepherd. 
it's no doubt that they would die without a shepherd. Just name a few things about sheep that you might have not known, but you may have. But I can, I can vouch for this one real good. Uh, sheep are directionally challenged. <laughs> and boy, I, I, that's the first one on the list because I'm definitely, in a physical sense, directionally challenged. My friend, I've got a, I've got a GPS sister in my pocket my, on my phone. I got one on my dash. I got one sitting in the, in the right, uh, passenger seat over there, if you know what I mean. And, you know, <laughs> and all three of them trying to tell me where to go, I still get lost. <laughs> and, uh, boy, I need, I need a lot of help. I, you would think being an evangelist, that would be one of my uh, strengths, but it's one of my weaknesses. I don't know what we did before uh, GPSs. I know what we did. We got these old maps out and drew, drew on them what, exactly where we It seems like we did better back in those days. It just really does, I'm telling you. Because uh, I've had those GPSs make, my, make me back down, go forward into a dead-end street with a 45-foot bus. Now, you tell me that's not, uh, that's, that's not helping you too much. Amen. <laughs> Uh, I don't think that's too much of a ground point system there. Um, anyway, aggravation is what it is. Anyway, but the sheep are directionally challenged. Uh, they've been known, listen to this, they've been, they're so directionally challenged, they've been known to follow other sheep right off a cliff. I, I'm just telling you why you need a shepherd tonight. And you probably already know this, but I just want to refresh your memory. Why we need sheep, uh, why we need a shepherd, uh, why we are like sheep. And then also uh, something else about uh, uh, sheep, they're defenseless, defenseless. Uh, without, like I've already said, without a shepherd, they would die quickly. And uh, they have poor vision. Uh, they can't see very well. But I will say this, too. At the same time, they got good hearing. <laughs> Amen. You got to have good hearing. Why? You got to listen for the shepherd. Listen, keep listening for the shepherd to tell you where to go and when to go and how to go. Amen. That's that. That's what. That's one of our our uh, strengths is we have good hearing. If, if you're a good sheep, amen. And uh, uh, we must have a shepherd. Then also, sheep are distressed, become stressed, distressed very easily. Boy, I can. Vouch for that one. It just seems like in these days, just things that just used didn't bother me. My friend, I don't know what it is going on in this world, if, uh, the devil, what it is, demons. But it seems like stress just, just comes over me more than it ever has. Well, I used to be real spiritual, Brother Jesse. I'd say I, I picked up. You got to be careful what you pick up from other preachers. I, I had this saying, I would, Brother Michael, I would say, you know, I'm too blessed to be stressed. Boy, I said that proudly, just being on my chest. Too blessed to be stressed. But then I realized I was getting stressed, and I realized that my blessings was causing my stressings. <laughs> Amen. All, <laughs> all the blessings that I, <laughs> I'm blessed. There's no doubt I'm blessed. But, yeah, I mean, keeping things going, sometimes God has given you can cause stress. Amen. But we, that's why we need a shepherd. We need a shepherd. I, I think you're convinced of that, but I, let me give you some other things. Uh, yes, sir. Get this, uh, sheep get distressed when separate. Listen to this. I like this one. 
Sheep get distressed when they get away from other sheep, when they get away from the congregation. Because sheep, listen, if you're listening on, on uh, what is that thing? <laughs> Facebook, is it Facebook? YouTube, whatever. Uh, you need to make sure you can come to church when you can. I know not all the time you can you come to church. Sometimes you need to stay at home. But when you can, you need to come to church like these folks have. I can't preach to them, so I've got to preach to the camera. Amen. But, but sheep are congregationalists. But they got to congregate. And you know, no wonder the Bible says in the last days, not forsaking the assembling of yourselves together, Brother Michael, because we got to have it. And you can't assemble in that little camera right there. That's <laughs> all I'm going to mess with that. I, ain't gonna, I don't want to make anybody mad at me. I'll be having somebody come in one in the door fighting mad at me. But anyway, I know I understand sometimes you have to stay at home for different reasons. I've had to, so I ain't going to criticize somebody that does. Sometimes they die from, from the stress of an attack from a predator. They get stressed out really easily. And, and sometimes it's not necessarily the, the attack, but it's the stress that's left after an attack. So, and that's where the shepherd comes in, to give peace and comfort in times of trouble. And, and I wrote this too over here. Uh, sheep, sometimes they die from a sudden change of a diet. Uh, boy, that... That's why I'm sticking with this King James Bible. <laughs> I'm keeping the same diet. I don't, I don't want to get messed up. I'm too old to change. <laughs> we were talking about that earlier today. I'm too old to change. I mean, I've come too far to look back. And sheep are, y'all may have known this, but sheep are, are disease prone. They're, they get sick real easily, disease prone. And uh, they are, let me give you this, and I'll get into the message. They're drifters. They're bad to drift. Boy, I tell you what, I've never seen so many people uh, drift from one place to the other, one church to the other. I, I know sometimes God leads you to go to another church. I know that happens. I, I've had it happen in my life in the past, but not every month. <laughs> not not even ever six six months. And very seldom should it ever happen in, within a year. Yeah. I mean, you need to give a church at least a few years of a chance. I mean, if you've joined up, because, listen, it's, it's always going to be things that's going to aggravate you. And if you find a perfect church, you go join it, and it won't be perfect anymore. <laughs> you know, we need, we need to stay faithful to the Lord and His, His church. Amen. Amen. And, just stay faithful to God and stay faithful to his people. Amen. There's, and I want to say this, too, before I go on. Uh, there's going to be dry seasons in a church. I'm, I don't know if this church has experienced it yet. Boy, it seems like ever since we've been coming, I mean, it's been booming. And I love that, brother. I love that. But you're going to have dry seasons from time to time. Uh, and uh, that's when a lot of people, you know, scatter. They, they go on. They said, well, I want to go somewhere where things are happening. Well, if you stay over there long enough, things are going to quit happening. You better stay where God has put you. And I, let me give you this illustration right quick. I, I, I thought about this years ago when I believe it was Brianna was born. And uh, our church had the habit of 
giving, sending uh, the, the mother some mums, these beautiful mums, and uh, flowers that you can plant in your, in your front yard. Well, that's what we did with ours. It's pretty yellow mums. Well, I, I called them yellow because they were so pretty. <laughs> that's a little bit beyond yellow. I had to put a little R in there. Yeah. Yellow mums. I planted them in the front yard. But you know what? It wasn't long because we had a dry season. Uh, I, I, I thought about pulling them up and putting them in the back, you know, where it's wet because that's where the sep tank's at. <laughs> yeah, I, you better be careful where you pull up your roots and plant yourself. You might be planting right over a septic tank. I, I mean, it, they look good on the outside. <laughs> but you know what? You know what I did with that mom? I left it where I planted. And God sent some wonderful rain, and it wasn't long before then. After that, those moms started looking yellow again. <laughs> they started looking beautiful again. I'm just saying, stay where God has planted you. If God has put you somewhere, you stay right there. Amen. But getting in the message in the, in the verses here, uh, I want to give you some things from this text. You may have not have heard, may have, but I believe we need to be reminded of it. First of all, we see in the first part of the verse, again, I'd like to say, I'm glad the Lord is my shepherd. I can call on him. He's my shepherd. I shall not want. But in the first part of this chapter, we see where he meets our immediate needs, needs that we need, things that we need right now, physical needs, and uh, also our eternal needs. And also we see where he meets our spiritual needs. All this is found in the first two or three verses. Let's read those verses again. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. That's where he, where the Bible's talking about him supplying the physical needs that we have. God provides those physical needs. Aren't you glad of that? Yes. Amen. But you know what? Our greatest needs tonight are our spiritual needs. Amen. And I'll say this to you tonight. If, if you don't have salvation, you, you're missing out on the greatest need that God has for you, that he can supply for you. God can give you salvation tonight. And you're, that, some of you might think, well, I need more money. I may need more fame. I may need a house. You think, well, I need a car. No, if you're not saved, the greatest thing you need, my friend, is salvation. And guess who provides it? The shepherd. Amen. Amen. He, has, he has salvation for us. He restoreth our, soul, our souls. Um, in verse 3, he restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. I love that phrase, for his name's sake. You know why? Because we carry his name tonight. We do. You know, we don't, I don't really like calling myself a Christian. I like for somebody else to call me a Christian because the word Christian means Christ-like. Now, I'll tell you all day long I'm saved. I'm born again. I don't mind telling you that. But if I'm telling you that I'm a Christian, I'm telling you I'm living like Christ. I'd rather for somebody else to call me a Christian. Yeah. Amen. So what I'm saying by that is we are, if you're saved tonight, if you're saved, say amen. amen. You're carrying the name of Christ. And uh, he, he's not going to let you get out of line too far. Matter of fact, he's going to give you a whipping. <laughs> 
if you get out of line because he's keeping you in righteousness for his name's sake. You know, growing up and with my children and, uh, and uh, uh, with my mom and dad also, and you probably experienced this too, other children, they could, they could act crazy. They could act like wild. And they could get by with things. But you wonder why mom and dad don't say anything to them. You know why? Because they don't belong to them. <laughs> but you know what? We belong to Jesus. Amen. And he's not going to let us by with sin. Yeah. Matter of fact, child of God, let me say this. is That's one of your greatest assurances that you're saved tonight if you can't get by with sin. If you can get by with it, you're not one of his. You're illegitimate. That's what the Bible says. I'm just trying to give you what the Bible says. He, he leadeth leads us in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. <laughs> uh, and he, he's got his name on, in this thing. <laughs> his name is in this thing. The name of Jesus. Amen. Praise God for that. Listen, moving on. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Now, there's two or three things I want to bring out to you in this. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. I thought about this here a while back. You know, sometimes in life we go through a valley as children of God. You ever been through a valley? Some of you may be in a valley right now. Boy, I, I don't like valleys. I don't like valleys. And, and matter of fact, I've, I've, I've prayed the Lord to, to get me out of a valley. I've had people all over the country praying, Lord, get me out of a valley. Why doesn't God answer that prayer? Sometimes I, I, I don't, don't take this wrong, but I, sometimes I want to say, just quit your praying. It ain't doing no good. I mean, seriously, I'm just being frank with you. But you know what? We're supposed to keep on praying. But you know what? Because why? Because like I preached last night, God's commanded us to. But you know why God don't meet our needs right away? Why he don't take us uh, out of that valley? Well, there's more things in the valley for us to learn. And you know what? We may not be at the bottom of the valley yet. That's the thing. (laughs) Brother Chad, I, I got to thinking about that. You know, there's a difference... We talk, we talk about storms, and storms come and go. And you, you go through a storm, and, man, it's bad when you're in it, but it's real refreshing as soon as you get out of it. They, don't, they usually don't last long. But valleys last a long time. Valleys can last for months. Valleys can last for years. And sometimes you may not be, when you feel like God's not answering your prayer, do you just keep on praying because you need that prayer. You need the grace and you need that mercy to handle that valley. But you keep on praying. You may not be at the bottom of your valley, but there is a bottom. And guess what? There's a a mountain coming. Amen. And uh, listen to me tonight. God already sees the mountain that you're coming up, up on. Amen. The only thing we can see and experience is the valley. But God understands and he sees the mountain that we're going to be standing on. Amen. Amen. That, you know what that makes me want to do? Just keep on walking through the valley. <laughs> and guess what? I love this part. He says, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. You know what that tells me, Brother Michael? He's in the valley with us. 
He's right there with us in anything that's going on that he don't know everything about. And but you know, I'll tell you something else too. The devil's in the battle. You, did you see that? He says, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. The shadows, they, they say sometimes the, the, the shepherds, they'll lead uh, their sheep through a valley and there'll be, there'll be maybe coyotes or wolves on the top of the valley, on, on the top of the valley, and they send down a shadow over the sheep, which scares the sheep. But they can't do anything to those sheep as long as that shepherd's there. <laughs> Amen. Uh, there's something to be feared if you're not careful. Because the devil, he's in the valley with you. And he'll tell you things you don't need to be listening to. He'll, he'll be telling you that the Lord's not with you. He'll be telling you that there's, there's no end to the valley. There's, there's ends to the valleys, my friends. Amen. Amen. You just keep on walking. And God's got a mountaintop for you waiting. Amen. Amen. Just, just keep on walking. And, and just walking by faith. God's got an end to your valley. Praise God. I praise God for that. But you know what? One more thing I want to mention in this, in this valley, this valley experience. Uh, sometimes you just need a touch from the Lord. Maybe it's not time for you to get out of the valley yet. Maybe, maybe the valley's a little bit longer than what you anticipated. Uh, valleys are always longer than what you want. <laughs> and sometimes they get most, sometimes unbearable. But sometimes you just need a touch from the shepherd. And you know what? They say that those shepherds a lot of times, they'll take that rod and that staff and they'll just touch the top of the sheep. They won't do anything but maybe just touch the top of the sheep and just let them know that the shepherd's still there. Amen. Amen. And boy, I've, I have felt that before. Hadn't you? In the valley, I have felt the shepherd just rub the rod and the staff up against my back. Amen. You say, Brother Brady, you crazy. No. If I'm crazy, just leave me alone. I, that's, I'm telling you, that's what's getting me through the valleys of this life is having the shepherd touch me every once in a while. Maybe it's in a song. Maybe it's in a preaching uh, I, I have to tell you this. Uh, I wasn't planning on saying this, but we we were out in uh, South Dakota. <laughs> we're in South Dakota now. One of those uh, one of those other one of those. It's been a long day. They fed us a bunch of ice cream and <laughs> <laughs> doped us up real good. <laughs> all, all ice cream now. All ice cream. A little bit of Mexican thrown in there. I may be speaking more Mexican tonight for <laughs> y'all don't make me forget where I was at. We were in Colorado. We were in Colorado. We was we were going to a meeting and the and the devil was on me pretty bad and and I was feeling it the the anxiety probably the most I'd ever felt in my life. Going to this out in the middle of nowhere. They they I mean the church where it's at uh, it wasn't because it's was a big crowd of people there. It wasn't, and they all the people who were there were my friends. It's just anxiety just come over me. I, I couldn't do anything about it. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm being transparent. It's just us here tonight. Y'all people on TV don't say anything about this. But anyway, uh, but uh, I tell you what, I just didn't know what to do. 
And I, I, uh, my wife asked me, she said, you want me to pray for you? Uh, and uh, I said, yeah, you pray for me. Uh, and then she, I forget exactly how it happened, but something like this. Uh, she, after she prayed, that helped some. And then, then she said, well, I had a song I wanted to sing. And uh, she started singing that song. I forget the name of it, honey. Can you remember it? It's something about being blessed. Yeah. Oh, my, my friend, that song got all over me. And you know what? That shepherd just started touching my back. Amen. Amen. And I started feeling his presence. And I about came out of that car. Amen. <laughs> but, man, it was, it was so good. I mean, it's, it's getting foggy. God just come in there and met with us. I'm just telling you that God can meet you in your valley. And you got to have those times. You got to have it, Brother Michael, or you won't make it through the valley. You got to have those touches uh, that the shepherd gives you in the valley. Uh, I, I won't stay there very long. I could say more. But what I wanted you to notice, he comforts us with the rod and with the staff. And notice verse 5, Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. I, I thank God tonight, God's preparing great things for us. He's already, he's already preparing. He's not going to prepare later. He's already preparing great things for us. And I believe we could say blessings is what he's preparing says, Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Boy, I know the feeling of that. When God's comfort and His peace and His joy just overfills you, overfills your cup. Amen. Yeah. I think when I was uh, growing up, my grandmother, she, she got me hooked on coffee. Uh, that's not too bad to be hooked on, is it? Coffee. Well, anyway. Don't tell Brother Ralph, uh, Brother uh, Lester Roloff I said that. <laughs> anyway, uh, boy, she knew how to fix it. I didn't like coffee by itself. But she would take that coffee out of that pot, and, man, she'd put sweet cream in there and put three or four scoops of sugar. <laughs> it had to be. I'm telling you, by the time she got done with it, it tastes just like K-Row syrup. <laughs> and, boy... It was so good, Brother Chad. And, you know, most of the time it's still a little hot. So she, she's, I mean, she babied me, really, what she did. <laughs> she, she'd pour it in a, a saucer. And I'd have to get down there, and I, I was suffering, man. I was suffering. I'd get in there and sup on that, uh, on that saucer. Yeah. Boy, you talking about heaven. Yeah. I can't wait to get to heaven and get my mom to fix me some more coffee. Amen. <laughs> I can sip it out of that saucer. Boy, that was good days. Yeah. That was good days. You know, God gives us good days in this life, doesn't yeah. he? When we can drink from the saucer because our cup is running over. Amen. Amen. I'm glad uh, we can do that sometime. Lastly tonight, in verse 6, I'm glad we've got a, I, I haven't been giving you the, uh, I've got too carried away and forgot to give you the outline, but in the first part of the, chapter we see the provisions his physical and spiritual provisions and then we see in the second part of his protection we see his presence uh, thou art with me amen his presence and then the preparation he's preparing blessings for us and then lastly tonight we see the prospect amen praise God we have something to look forward to 
The Bible says, Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And guess what? You're not going to ever be able to get away from them. Grace and mercy is going to follow you all the days of your life. And guess what? We're going to finish up dwelling in the house of the Lord forever. I'm glad more than ever I'm looking forward to heaven. I was telling Brother Chad and Miss Melanie today, it seems like old age has just not crept up on me. It's ran over me like a freight train this year. <laughs> I mean, it has ran over me. But you know what? It makes me look forward to heaven anymore. I, my, my mother-in-law, she, has, she had a saying for years. Well, she still says it. I mean, for the last 30 years, ever since we've been married, she would say every Christmas, she says, this is probably my last Christmas. For 30 years. <laughs> we, just, we just celebrated her 80th birthday. She, guess what I'm going to start saying? This is my last Christmas. <laughs> I'm hoping that'll help me make it a little bit harder. <laughs> Amen. I'm glad we got, a, we got a future. Amen. We got something to look forward to. We'll dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. May the Lord bless you tonight as we stand. And they're going to come with an invitational song. Maybe you just want to come and just thank God for being your shepherd tonight. Aren't you glad he's your shepherd? Where would I be without my shepherd? I was thinking about a song that I, they don't sing this, but we, we maybe can learn it. Where would I be without Jesus, the shepherd of my valley? Amen. Thank God for a shepherd in your valleys. Amen. As they sing, if God's dealt with your heart, you come. Clouds are disappearing. Skies are turning blue. Only just a while ago, I told him I was through.
Thank y'all so much. Wasn't that a blessing tonight? Uh, I just gotta, I gotta just testify, honestly, man. You have no idea the battle I was that was raging right on that chair tonight when I came in this place. Uh, but I'm telling you, the Lord helped me tonight, Amen. God really did. The Lord used you, brother, and uh, used y'all to help me tremendously. And I sure do thank the Lord for it. Uh, God's good, Amen. Uh, hey, well, listen. Don't forget, we got a basket sat in the back to give the uh, just give the Rochester something a little extra uh, going down the road. And uh, then I want how many of you know what Cairo syrup is? They got Cairo syrup out here. I wasn't sure. Okay, I I just what do y'all call it? Cairo. It's Cairo. Maybe it ain't the same thing. Cairo. Uh, yeah, I don't know what kind of pecan pies. Cairo would make, but Cairo makes pretty good, and Cairo's good on your pancakes, but I don't know about that Cairo. That sounds a little weak uh, to me, all right, but uh, all righty. Well, listen, uh, I don't know if we got a few refreshments out tonight, Melanie. I saw her just a second ago. Uh, yeah, look, yeah, it looks like there is, so, uh, so grab a few refreshments before you go tonight. Be sure and let the Rochesters know that you appreciate them. It's good to see each of you here tonight. Be sure to be back tomorrow night. That's our last week night, and then Saturday, the, uh, the Rochester's going to be in Akron, uh, and so thankful for that. We're having potluck Sunday, so probably on Friday we're going to do two things. We're going to be uh, getting the Rochester's loaded up, more than likely in my pickup. Uh, I think not just not them, but their equipment, okay? <laughs> uh, so we're going to have to pack them in there. <coughs> but uh, then, uh, but so we're going to get the Rochester's loaded up. Their equipment loaded up on pickup, and then we're also going to be probably trying to get go ahead and get stuff set up for potluck on Sunday for those that can come tomorrow and help out with that. Amen. All right. Uh, well, good seeing you tonight. And uh, where's Dan at? I just saw him a second ago. Oh, there he is. Uh, he's let's see if he can pray better and he can pronounce Cairo. All right. So uh, he's going to dismiss us in a word of prayer tonight. <laughs> 